Hello and welcome back to Spare Thoughts, the podcast with lively discussion, vigorous debate and the big questions you can't ignore. I'm your host Jay Saha and I'll be your guide as we navigate the ins and the outs of some of the biggest issues today. Joining me today we have Milo Hurd, Sandy Mitchell, Zandi Slater and Tom Stevens. But before we get into the main discussion, a quick disclaimer. Please note that any views expressed in this podcast do not necessarily represent the views of myself, the production team or Hampton School. Today, we're going to have a look at the current state of universities, especially those in the UK, and whether they are still something young people should be aspiring to. Many have claimed that in the current state of society, given their price, universities are not worth people's money and that instead young people should be looking elsewhere when considering their future after school. So I guess my first question would be, would you guys all agree with that? I feel like for the vast majority of people, going to university is a, it's a fairly safe and it's a tried and tested route that normally ends up in a job at the end of it. I think there are certain circumstances in which it's kind of not necessarily beneficial if people are looking to take kind of more non-traditional routes and also I think there's a point where it's pointless paying for university if all you're going to go to do is university is just do it because everyone expects you to do it and there's a certain kind of cultural expectation. How does everyone else feel about that? Yeah, I'd probably agree with that. I think ultimately when considering later life and considering higher education, if you want to go down that route, it's not a matter of should, it's, it's more a matter of if you want to and everyone's got a free choice to take control of their life if they want to. Milo and Zandi, do you? I think it's very important if you want to go into maybe a more traditional career. So for example, um, uni graduates receive 57% uh, more likely to receive a job offer than non-graduates, so you're much more likely to potentially get into the world of work more easily. But if it's not something you're really interested in, I don't see the necessity for it. Mm. Zandi? Yeah, I feel mm. like... Uh, uh, society among young people has brought it to be that university is almost an expectation but um, in the last 30 years or so there's so many more opportunities that have opened up for other ways to obtain degrees and get into the uh, the job market so it's not all about that it's I guess it's all about the social aspect of university as well and what that offers. I think it is worth noting that as well as offering great social environment to develop yourself personally it does offer benefits in the long term and with regards to life earnings. So I have a couple of statistics from studies including um, by HESA and the University of Warwick who have consistently found that graduates do in fact have a higher average salary than those who didn't go to university. So graduates born in 1970 who had a first or upper second class degree earned 20% more than non-graduates by the age of 26. So does indicate there could be economic benefits. I also feel though partly that some of the economic benefits are almost lost the more expensive it gets, especially because it starts to exclude people from, mm. if, if you're not able to afford a university then it's, it's almost got a regressive effect. It, the lack of university education then affects more people who can't afford it, whereas the people who are able to afford the £9,000 a year for tuition fees are probably also the people that could have managed on a lower salary. From an economic standpoint then, do you think universities in general just cost too much? Or do you think that nine grand, or the maximum, nine, 9.25 grand I think, you have to pay annually, is that deserved? 
Yeah, so it's 9.25 grand. That's just for tuition, by the way. So that's not including any add-ons, including like accommodation, just general spendings. But the interesting point is, is between 1962 and 1990, the state paid for university fees. So it was essentially free. Um, and it wasn't until 1998 that students began to be charged for tuition in the UK. And that was just one grand um, a year across the UK compared to over nine times more now. So it's just a question of how much do we value our, edu our higher education now as opposed to what it was. From my, sp from my perspective, I think even though the price for uni definitely has gone up, personally I think it's a price worth paying because it just provides you with stability. Like coming out of uni, you're more like, I think it's, yeah, in 2017 to 18, 91% of graduates were in or due to start work or further study um, within 12 months of leaving university. And that's a really reassuring factor for me in terms of getting my life started. I can come out with a good start. I see what you're saying, Tom, um, about university giving people a stable start into their future as they progress to adulthood. Do you not think, I mean, a lot of people claim that university is really bad economically for someone because they're they leave university with that huge burden of student debt. True, but I think um, I think when we actually look in detail at student debt, I'm not sure exactly how it works, but and I know they can build up to sizable amounts, but most students never repay it in full because the debt is cancelled after 30 years or so. Uh, yeah, and I was just saying, I think from my perspective, uh, you can almost view the cost of university as more of a tax than a debt. A tax basically paying for uh, education and things like that. And like Tom just mentioned, after 30 years it can become voidable and you only start paying it back after you earn a certain amount of money. So um, I feel like while it is a big sum of money that uh, you are supposedly being plunged into debt at the start of your working life, uh, it's paid off over a long time and I don't think it's something that will really be centre of your mind when you're growing up and having to start pay for other things. I think part of the problem and part of the reason why it's become so expensive is that there's been a huge increase in demand, especially because people have seen their parents going to university for free and they've talked about how much of a beneficial experience it was for them. But then there's been very little kind of growth in like university places available. So obviously they have expanded, but there's been such a great increase in demand that that means that universities are almost able to charge higher prices to kind of exclude people from the market and then part of the issue with that is that if it becomes more expensive and everyone's trying to do it then in that sense university almost becomes less valuable because if there are a million people with the same degree as you that's not as value, valuable as when your parents went and there may be only 20,000 people then possibly it becomes less of an advantage the more people go. I see your point and perhaps universities in general seem less of a big deal nowadays in the current state of society we live in. If they don't seem that big a deal, are there certain things, for example, instead of going to university, say someone went and did a degree apprenticeship, is that more valuable or more interesting for an employer, do you think? I think if you're going into like a specialist career, like a sportsman or something that doesn't involve traditional grades, I think experience is the most important thing. So rather than potentially doing exams and spending two or three years of your life, maybe in higher education, you could actually go out and start getting a job and almost working your way up. Yeah, I mean, I definitely see your point, but just going back to something Sandy said earlier about how parents have enjoyed university so much and then sort of, I don't know, like, <laughs> bigged it up or something like that. Like, I'm constantly hearing stories about how my dad and my mum just really loved and relished being at university, and I think 
that's something I've grown up with my whole life and it's something it's given me something to sort of aspire to some it just seems like those three years you spend at university beyond the education like you make friends for life and it just seems like a great experience yeah I think that that's one thing my parents have also told me the thing about going to uni is it is an experience it's a social thing you meet tons of people and you sort of it's that gap between living at home with your parents and having responsibility of being an adult and it's sort of I think it's a really crucial stage in your life I think I guess one thing to remember is that they had all that social experience for free effectively and possibly it's not worth spending £27,000 to kind of have a social experience over three years that's probably not worth it yeah perhaps you could argue university comes at too great an opportunity cost but also you guys are saying that the social aspect of university and the experience is what makes it such a great experience and something to do. I mean, I'm just thinking currently we're in COVID, in the midst of COVID. If you watch the news or read any articles, it seems like a lot of people at university are really not enjoying their time and that experience you talk about doesn't really exist. For example, if I was thinking about applying to university this year, would you still be considering it given what's happened with COVID? I think by now it seems like the government have a good road plan for ahead so I think it's 21st of June they're hoping to end all social distancing regulations etc which means by September or when universities go back I would feel relatively secure that I'd be able to have a good time in person but I definitely agree with your point like if I was in year 13 last year trying to start my first year at uni I'd think I might prefer to take a gap year or something because I know my cousin went to University of Newcastle and has just really struggled to sort of make the most of it socially. I guess part of the issue with kind of skipping university and trying to find a job straight after finishing school is that there aren't really that many available mm. and most of the time they're given to kind of extraordinary students who don't necessarily need the university degree so quite a lot of time people are almost forced in the current education system we have that if they want a job with kind of good future prospects and to try and earn a well-paid salary, then they kind of have to go to university because there's very few positions available in high-skilled, high-paying jobs for those who don't. Uh, yeah, Sandy, I'm fully with you there. Uh, I think I can just share something about uh, a personal story, really. My friend uh, is currently at university right now, starting his first year, and he's been struggling really with... Uh, the, first of all the work has become monotonous really because it's online and not being able to even be up at uni with you know his uh, fr like floor mates and things like that has had a bigger impact on him and I remember talking to him a few weeks ago saying uh, if he'd have known what his first year potentially part of his second year might be then uh, he said he wouldn't have gone so yeah now I see your point and I, but I wanted to go back to something Sandy was saying about perhaps for the majority of people unless you're you know Einstein in the making or something <laughs> perhaps going to university is your best uh, bet if you want to get a job do you not think though it's possible to be successful in the world and the society we live in without having gone to university I think um, if I can take that point I think we're living in a world where the mantra it's not what you know but who you know is becoming increasingly applicable my dad constantly tells me <laughs> it um, but and I think that sort of shows that university, as well as providing like a secure body to which many businesses and corporations go to try and get postgraduate schemes, I think it also provides professional links. So your university lecturers, they're not just teachers, they're highly respectable in their individual field and they often have great like 
offer great uh, professional avenues later in life um, and of course you're you're going to be surrounded by equal minded very intellectual people who can arguably help you to thrive and then later on in life could provide professional links I think another useful fact about university is that it's able to kind of then helps firms distinguish even more between who's likely to be a kind of a really good worker and a high achiever because often at A level if you go to a kind of academically selective school then quite a lot of time the students there are going to all receive high grades and it's hard to tell kind of who's paid for the tutoring on who's actually truly really smart and kind of gets everything intellectually so then university gives employers another chance to see that so often people say you know it's not about the degree you do it's about how you do in that and it, it gives an opportunity for employees to be able to distinguish between say someone who got a first and someone who got like a 2-1 or something like that Although because they could have had kind of you know exactly the same A-level results and then once they've gone to university the person who's managed to get a first puts themselves with another good advantage of being able to get a job. I see your point Sandy although I'm just thinking you often see lots of videos of really high up CEOs in Silicon Valley such as like Elon Musk or Jeff Bezos coming out and saying actually when they're looking for applicants they don't care at all whether you've gone to university or not and that what's important to them is the work ethic and whilst you're saying university gives you that work ethic arguably some people already have that naturally would they really need to go to uni? First off I think it's a bit I don't know CEOs they're not exactly the ones who are going to be making day-to-day -day decisions of who they employ um, so I, th I don't think they're best placed to make that sort of announcement on behalf of the recruiters that they employ to employ people and I think it's definitely true that as well as the um, degree which you gain from University as Sandy was saying I think there's many transferable skills from such a intense and independent study period like university. Yeah I think for something like medicine or engineering quite often you require a degree in that sort of specialist subject but I think more often than not nowadays a company sort of just care whether you're the right person and it's often about your personality and like you're saying work ethic and if that's all right I think that more often than not you're likely to get hired. I think it's quite easy for CEOs in the position like Elon Musk because especially if he's looking to because he, he when what he means by that is he's not looking he doesn't care if they're like the people who are making car who the people who are like actually making the cars he doesn't care how qualified they are but if he's looking for kind of the high up well-paying jobs there's such a high competition that he can afford to kind of pick and choose and try and work out who's going to be the next super genius but for most people they're not going to be that super genius and i reckon for the majority of people if they try to apply for the tesla jobs that elon musk is offering without having been to university they'd never get in so i think he can do that because he's in a very privileged position with a kind of a, a company that's trying to push standards quite a lot. But I think for the vast majority of people, this isn't necessarily applicable. Well, I mean, I think we can all agree that university probably does give students and anyone that ever attends university throughout the course of their life really useful and probably transferable skills, especially on the academic side of things. I guess there is an argument here, however, that especially in the society we live in today and the progression of technology and online courses that perhaps you can learn those skills and learn academic um, techniques and for example if you wanted to study engineering there are so many courses out there online today that could teach you the exact same things what makes university better than that? I, th I think for some of it 
I, I guess I'd agree that if you're going to kind of go to university and just do a fairly low level degree just because you can then say you know I went to university so hire me that doesn't necessarily work but I think if you can go to university that if you take full advantage of it most of the professors there will be able to teach you things in a much better way and teach you so much more than the internet ever could and it's about kind of having someone teach you kind of as well as that kind of the way the world works and how to work whereas that's something that you're not necessarily going to get from online courses at all. I Just to back up Sandy's um, point there with like a personal experience of mine so during the lockdown I think it was in February half term Jay you did this as well we did a marketing work experience course online and to be honest it, it wasn't the most engaging of things and I think I definitely would have thrived much more or like learned a lot more if I'd done that in person so I think there's definitely barriers that you've got, you've got to be aware of when placing so much sort of aspirations into online courses and technology. I think you raise a really interesting point Tom and it I guess it leads me on to my next question which relates to this is that the whole idea of online learning versus live learning and especially something that is clearly so relevant in during Covid um, with people being national lockdowns and loads of people doing school and university online. A lot of people however argue that online schooling is actually really good and that you actually learn more online schooling for example if you're at university and you watch a lecturer um, give a lecture online you have the ability to like go back pause go forward skip past the like boring or irrelevant stuff <laughs> is that not somehow more useful um, yeah I think it is I think you can definitely work at your own pace and it's sort of down to you um, and actually IBM have found that uh, participants learn five times more content in online learning rather than traditional face-to-face -face courses However, I think that it also, there are negatives to it because if you can't manage your own time, it makes it so much easier to procrastinate and you can fall behind so easily. You have to be an active learner. And also, I think it removes the element of structure to the day. I think when you have to go to lectures, I think it's sort of motivating, but online, I think you just lose that. And I think part of this is also that kind of learning isn't just a, if, if all learning was, was just to pass exams and it would be useless. I think quite often, kind of if you do like an online lesson or you like taking a test online it's so much easier to cheat that quite often you're not necessarily learning everything and in a way learning is about teaching people skills that they can use in their jobs and you know in 20 years time the economy is not going to be doing very well if say all the lawyers or all the doctors are just people who have done online school their entire lives and kind of <laughs> cheated or helped had people help them through all the exams they've done that fundamentally learning is not about passing exams, learning is about learning skills which make you useful and let you kind of contribute to the world. I definitely agree with Sandy there, like I think learning is it's a much more immersive experience than just having say a figure on a screen lecturing you, like it's a much more immersive experience and I'd say from my own perspective being in a classroom hearing other people raising questions, discussions, you wouldn't necessarily get those from an online format and certainly either because people don't care or because there's a shyness about contributing online but equally if it was online university lectures I think there wouldn't be that it wouldn't be as engaging maybe that's just me but f I just feel that yeah and for me I, I, I'm with both of you by the way uh, online learning it, it just feels like being in the classroom is such a better environment to learn that might just be me personally but when you're at home, there's, I feel there's so many more distractions and 
you know, even something like wearing a school uniform, I feel, uh, while you're in school, it just gives you a sense of punctuality and that, like, you're in the sense for a school day, whereas I feel sometimes online, uh, when you're in your own clothes and you can sit on your bed or whatever, it's just it's just not the right environment for work. Honestly, the number of lessons I turned to up to in a onesie was embarrassing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, I do, I do agree that um, e-school can be quite questionable sometimes you think is this really the right way we should be educating the future generation I mean I'm wary of time but I wanted to ask one more question based on this we've talked a lot about whether university is worth it and whether it's worth the money but I mean we've focused a lot about UK unis but a lot of people might be considering going to a US uni and I know they cost so much more would your viewpoint on whether universities are worth it um, like change I guess if you were considering applying to a US uni well, I mean, the price I was looking at it is it's ridiculous. So US unis charge just for tuition over four times more than UK unis. Um, but I was doing some digging into it and the facilities, uh, some of the facilities are incredible. I mean, Penn State Uni has a 106,000-seater American football stadium. That, that, that's bigger than Wembley, by the way. Um, and they also, part of the reason why it's so expensive, I think it's uh, the amount of scholarships they give out. 10% of US uh, university applicants get scholarships as opposed to 1.3% in the UK. So maybe those sort of scholars are trying to subsidise, they're, they're being subsidised by the rest of the payers. And it's sort of quite different model to the UK one, which is basically trying to make it as accessible as possible for everyone. Uh, yeah, for me, I feel like uh, US unis, there's so many more opportunities for sport over there. Um, with direct links to all the all the major leagues they have there, taken from college sports, and like Milo was saying, you know the largest stadium, football stadium uh, in England, is smaller than a college stadium over there, and I think it uh, just shows the fact that um, you know things like the draft. I know American sports work much differently to the ones we have in the UK here, but. Uh, you know, if you're an athlete, I feel there's many more opportunities over there. But for in terms of uh, you know the price, looking at the price, I feel like if 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 you're there on an academic basis, maybe the the UK universities are much more worth it for the cost. I think part of the problem with US universities is that it kind of greatly reduces social mobility. Yeah. So if you're kind of having to pay like fifty thousand dollars in total for per year for a university course that's almost then going to become something that's ex exclusively for people in the middle class and especially in a country like America they've got so many people that the universities can fund themselves off just the middle classes and almost don't need to care about anybody else people who are trying to kind of work their way up who may be much smarter that US universities maybe aren't so interested in necessarily how smart people are and it kind of reduces the opportunities for people who kind of might be really smart but didn't have the benefit of a cheaper education and couldn't necessarily afford it. Because I think most of the scholarships they give out are for sport because that helps generate the colleges. They earn millions of dollars in income each year from these college sports and they run them like professional sports. And I think there are m many fewer scholarships given out for academic purposes because they're not necessarily interested in helping the social mobility of the lower classes. And I guess there's an argument here that if you are going to university for the pure motive of trying to improve your academic ability and learn more, perhaps if you're, well, instead of paying that much money, paying, as you're saying, 50 grand or something, you could be investing that 
money much more usefully, I guess, into trying to better your future career prospects or something. Maybe you apply for an online course or put money into starting your own business. I believe there seems to be a huge opportunity cost, at least when you're looking at the US unis. Tom, did you have something to say, finally? I was just going to say that that's definitely a strength of university, especially in the UK, because so many people from so many different demographics are chucked into this university campus or city and you interact with so many more people of different backgrounds and you can learn so much from other people and just understand other people in the country, other cultures that they might come from. Thanks Tom, and I think that's actually a great place to end this podcast. I think society and especially teenagers like us, considering the future at the moment, definitely need to have a real think about what really is the best option for them going forward. Thanks everyone for speaking today. I've certainly found it interesting hearing all your viewpoints on this important topic and I think this is something incredibly relevant to all of us right now. Um, Finally, thanks Oscar for sound engineering and thank you Henry for when you edit this. But thank you all for listening. I hope you enjoyed it. If you did, please spread the word and tune back in for the next instalment of the series. And remember to spare a thought for spare thoughts. Thank you.